0: The super speedway. Welcome to episode 279 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. I'm your host Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host James Cush. James, how you doing today? I am
1: tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the road today. Um, I don't I don't drive far very often, but. Uh, I had to drive today, but n- neither here nor there. I made it back on time, so right. I was ready to go.
0: That's all that matters. So
1: fantastic, great. You know, I had, you know, I was thinking if you really wanted me to spit hot fire, uh, you could have got me like immediately after the race. That would
0: have been the perfect time. <laughs> but uh, but I'm here. I, I'll you'll you'll draw it out of me. I, I have no doubt. So yeah, I can usually manage. Uh, I'm doing pretty well tonight, James. There are cars on the track at North Wilkesboro right now. Yes, very cool. The only disappointing thing is that I'm not there. It's very, very disappointing that I'm not there this week. Um, it was, it's was it been a rough week because we, we raced at Darlington this weekend, and now it's North Wilkesboro. I was at both those tracks, you know, just in September. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm missing it. I wish I was yeah. there, especially for North Wilkesboro. You know, it's funny because North Wilkesboro, other than being a track from my childhood, really meant nothing to me. But after being there and experiencing it now, I feel like it's a piece of me and I'm not mm-hmm. there for the All-Star Race this weekend, so I'm bummed. That's right.
1: You, le- you left a piece of yourself down there.
0: I did. I did. Oh, man. Probably in, in skin scraped off on some of the jagged concrete that was laying around and stuff. I, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure I left something behind down there. <laughs>
1: sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It should be absolutely. a little cleaner
0: this weekend for the folks going out there, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks a hell of a lot nicer oh, down there than it did last time. Holy it looks smokes, so man.
0: amazing. It look, Just yeah. considering what it and that looked really good when we were there and it looks so good now. I mean, it's the, the pictures people are sharing of, of it in its worst dilapidated state it, compared to the state it is now. There's a, there was a um, Facebook post today or I think it was on Twitter, too. They had like side by side shots from the exact same angles from then and now. And it's just incredible. I mean, it looks like the reverse of what you usually see. You Usually, see the you know the track how it used to look, and now how it's decayed, and it's it's the opposite. It's so awesome.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, just awesome to see. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, you know, I know we're gonna genuflect on it here. Yeah, we will. We <laughs> later, will later, but and probably uh, next week too. A, <laughs> we are. Uh, so you know, I tweeted out right after the race uh, Sunday that. I, you know, I was just, I was in my feelings a little bit because we had this awesome race at Kansas. We just left Darlington. Now we're headed to Wilkesboro. It's like, we are in like a glorious moment. And I just kind of felt like I needed to share, like, this is really special. NASCAR's on a, on a hot streak. And uh, I'm just really, really happy with the sport. And probably more, I'm more excited about where we are right now than I've been (laughs) in a long time just because of some of the cool things we've got going on we've got you know all these characters going on out yeah. there and great race tracks and great racing and this is this is you know the high moments are, are don't always last forever and you know there's normalcy but right now we're we are at a we are at a peak of uh, nascar being on a heater at this current state so yeah really good times right now
0: just wish the car was better <laughs> yeah that's
1: that's the yeah yeah well can't take a Can't win everything, Eric.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we head off to North Wilkesboro, though, we got to talk about Darlington, which, you know, it, it's hard. Prior to last year, I mean, there wasn't another place that we glorified more as the history of NASCAR than Darlington. And now Darlington's like the new track compared to North Wilkesboro. But, yep. um, but yeah, not, uh, back to Darlington this weekend for Mother's Day weekend. Um, great racing again. Maybe, I don't know, James, I'm starting to feel like maybe we need to abandon the stage thing. Cause I kind of feel like they don't, when, when everybody used to race hard for the stages to get the points at the end, I think now the race doesn't start until stage three anymore. Yeah, I think everybodys shifted gears now and they're used to the stages and they've learned to race around them and it's taken the fun out of stage racing and mm-hmm. I mean the race really kicked off once that third stage started and then we had a really good show but up into that point it just kind of felt like everybody was riding a lot riding around um but uh oh willie Willie be William Byron gets himself back in victory Lane third time Bill. this season um gets the win thanks to uh some other guys cleaning themselves out uh first of all I mean, Everybody's favorite uh, cartoon character. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Byron's having that season, man. He's finally having that year, James. I know you were, you've were, you been high on him all along. Um, he's finally clicking this year and living up to expectations, I'd say. Three wins, most of his career in a season um, so far, and it's early still. I mean, we're, we're only yeah. halfway through the regular season. Well, so, you,
1: If you remember last year, Eric, we talked about it a little bit last week, but William Byron was about to win his third race of the season <laughs> one year ago. Yeah and uh got dumped (laughs) by Joey Logano and never really what's funny is he never really recaptured that magic the rest of the season yeah uh and you think about how good that start of the season was for him last year he only ended the year with 11 top tens uh by the time it was done in the two wins but now you know career high in wins in a season and he's already you know inching in on how many laps he led a year ago for the entire season he's inching closer to those top 10 numbers he's got as many he's got more top fives uh this so what's what's funny is i i think how many years in a row did i pick him to make the final four (laughs) uh and this year i was like you know i can't keep picking the same guy (laughs) and boy do i feel dumb because i think we've got two real championship contenders who have clearly identified themselves with him and larson and uh he's just really driving you know that was a really smart race he didn't get in trouble he avoided the the you know the bleep show yeah <laughs> in front of him uh but he just you know kind of finding a way he didn't you know didn't lead uh you know, didn't lead a whole bunch of laps. Obviously he led seven on the day, but kept it clean was in there for the stage points quite a bit and, uh, got away with another win, his third win of the year and his eighth different track. He's, he's never repeated, uh, on a, on a track that he's won at before. So, you know, showing some variety there, which is kind of cool, but yeah, it really feels like a breakthrough, you know, last year, I think we got a little taste of it. Now, now it seems like it's, it's really happening for him.
0: Yeah. He was kind of the, uh, he was kind of the anti uh, Ross Chastain in this race. Mm-hmm. Um, did everything yeah. that Ross Chastain didn't do, and got himself a win as a result. Um, James, you said eighth different track, but he's he's won seven times in the Cup. Oh, series. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: eight seven times. That's what I meant. My <laughs> so, apologies. Seven seven times he's won, and uh, yes, seven which is
0: track. is worth pointing out. I mean, it's it's kind of funny you say eight because seven is kind of hard to believe that he's only won seven races in the Cup Series. Well, he's been around forever. And, yeah.
1: I, and I think that's, you know, that's part of the journey with him right now. And, and he said this post-race, he feels like he was given the seat too early. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. You know, I just think it's it's just maturing as a Cup Series driver. Uh, I heard Kyle Petty say this uh, with Nate Ryan, uh, that he told Rick Hendrick, if you want to develop him as a Cup Series driver, give him a Cup Series seat, don't don't waver it will come for this kid
0: who said that Kyle Petty Kyle Petty did yeah yeah he's one to listen to
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that's what Kyle
0: did too and how'd that work out for him
1: yeah well you know and (laughs) and he brought up the example but you know honestly that's that's a great point but he he did bring up the example of Joey Logano and what he was saying you know I hadn't really thought about this but when Joey Logano took over the twenty you, you know, that's Tony Stewart's seat, right? And that was Tony Stewart's crew and it was Tony Stewart's crew chief. And it was all Tony Stewart stuff. And he just could never break through there. But when he went to Penske, they built a team around Joey Logano. And you saw him start to flourish. And now he's a two-time champion. And I think what's happening with William is he took over that seat and he had, you know, uh, inherited somebody else's team. Somebody else's crew chief wasn't really his stuff. Now he's, you know, now he's combined with his crew chief. He's got Randy Fugel on the box, uh, who he's worked with quite a bit. And it seems like the team is, he's kind of matured into the team becoming, part. you know, he's he's leading the team with Randy a little bit more, I think. Uh, so, I, you know, those are, again, I'm stealing a few of these points from Kyle Petty, but I honestly thought that was a really great synopsis of what, is really going on here. You're just seeing a really talented driver. Finally, you know, he's matured into it. He's 25 years old. Now he's aged into the role. He started so young. Uh, Now he seems to, you know, finally have all of the reps needed to, to finally push through here and become a serious contender.
0: Well, I think there's two ways that you can go about being a successful cup series driver nowadays. Um, There's, there's the, you know, work your way up and, and excel in each of these series, put your time in in the lower series and then come into the cup series and then there's, you know, jump to the Cup Series quickly and learn there and and get, have the time to develop there yes. and learn. And, and I think in the long run, you're going to become a better driver that way, mm-hmm. because especially now with this new car, because none of the other cars are anything like it. Yeah. Um, you don't learn a whole lot. In the, you don't learn anything in the Xfinity Series from what everybody says for the Cup Series at this point, other than, you know, the tracks and. And how to yep. race around these people but the cars drive completely different so but the problem is is that just nobody is willing to give the time it you don't have the money to give the time unless you're a rick hendrick and and you've got good sponsorship with exalta and whatnot behind them mm-hmm. um to be yep. able to give william byron these the the time he's needed to, to gel and it's worked mm-hmm. but so many other drivers haven't gotten that opportunity so many other drivers like you know daniel suarez for example even eric jones i mean he's, these Custer. guys that just yeah they just haven't had yep. a chance to to you know, ferment in the Cup Series, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um. So and I mean, easy. that that says something for Rick Hendrick and what he's been able to do to develop guys in that. Yeah. He's developed people in the Cup Series, whereas you know Joe Gibbs has developed people in the lower series. Right, and you know I think as
1: well when you look at the structure of Hendrick Motorsports, you you nailed a you nailed a great point there where you have solid sponsorship, but yeah. also you got to think about how Hendrick churns in their talent. And, you know, William Byron comes in with Jimmy Johnson still there and you've got real stability at the top. And now, you know, you've got champions and Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and you've got stability with some really great drivers at the top. You can be a little bit more patient with your other two teams that you're trying to get there. And and now you're seeing Chase Elliott's, you know, had his injury this year. He's struggling a little bit, Had a, you know had a great finish on Sunday but you've got william byron breaking through and you've you've always got a contender right there um obviously kyle larson's definitely uh (laughs) definitely right there too but you know you you can you can be a little bit more patient with guys like william byron when you've got uh when you've got you know rock solid stability elsewhere right and that's i think you know the problem stuart haas is going to inevitably face here with kevin harvick leaving he's that team's been a rock for that organization for so long even you know, through good times and through some struggles, but uh, you just kind of look at the opposite end of the spectrum there. And, and, you know, hopefully that, hopefully that adds to my point just a little bit, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool to see this whole thing breaking through here.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, we go from patience to lack thereof. (laughs) We had to get to it eventually. We didn't start with it this week. Yeah. So I'm, I'm at least uh, I'm
1: at least pleased about that, but we're let's, let's get into it.
0: So ross chastain is back again this week uh causing trouble um late restart think, uh it was a green white checker wasn't it this last uh, res- it was the second uh, last restart yeah i don't think it was a green white checkered i think it was heading it was getting you right to the you're right checkered. it was close yeah. to the end so yeah so chastain's on the inside takes the inside kyle larson takes the outside um which larson was larson was second at this point because of um Where they fell at the scoring loop, but the caution—we'll get into all that stuff too. Yep. Um. But uh, so they go into turn one. Um. Well, they made it to turn three, I guess. Right? No, they went into no, they went into turns one and two. You're right. It was one and two. That's right. It was one and two. Yep.
1: Yep. And Chastain went to squeeze him, um, but had a had a fender too far out in front, I guess, and, and got hooked. So, so
0: I know where you're gonna go with this and I know where I'm gonna I'm ready oh yeah so um Chastain blew it right oh
1: totally totally yes 100% I know what he was trying to do I don't think he (laughs) I want to be careful I mean I tweet I mean if you want my honest opinion you saw my tweets so I guess it's uh, it's already out there uh I Ross Chastain doesn't have the ability to do what he tried to do um He's shown that multiple times, you know, I, the previous restart you mentioned, Eric Larson did, did give him the squeeze uh, before the caution came out, came out, but you'll, as you could see, um, they hit a little bit more square and were able to both drive away. Uh, Ross just threw it in there. Like he was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying to do. (laughs) I know, I, I know what he was trying to do, but I know, you know, I he wasn't going to be able to execute what he was trying to do, I guess. Uh, just really reckless in that in that current moment. W- I guess what did you, you know, I know we've we've chatted about this a little bit. What did you think about the whole
0: uh, that whole maneuver? Like it was just impatience or what? What do you what did you think? Well, so I, let me let me go with it this way. We can we can agree it was a pretty stupid move, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Pretty yep. dumb move. Took you out of it. Took your took your chance to win and just completely threw it out the threw it out in the trash. That being said, when Ross Chastain lined up to the inside of Kyle Larson for the restart with arguably just a few laps left to go, basically the wins yep. on the line. Yep. Um did were you surprised that this happened? No, absolutely not. I and mean, we all saw it coming, right? That's right. I think everybody saw it coming. Maybe uh,
1: gosh, I, you know, I don't know. The, the, the problem is, is, I don't know what Larson was thinking. Well, see,
0: that's, I, this is my argument, James. And this yeah. is going to go against what I talked about you off the air with. Because I wanted to save this for the podcast. That's fine. Let's do yeah, it. I agree. It was a stupid move. It was a dumb move. It was a dumb move for Kyle Larson to hold it in there on the outside. How do you not think that this kid is going to overdrive it going to the turn? It's a fair point. So here's the thing Ross Chastain gets criticism. You've given him criticism. He's gotten a ton of criticism for racing like a bonehead early in races, mid pack, not racing for the win, right? Mm-hmm. He was racing for the win. This is when you want him to be aggressive. This is when it's okay to be aggressive. Did he drive over his head? 100% yeah. I mean, this, the wreck was 100% his fault. But if you're Kyle Larson and you're going into turn one with Ross Chastain to the inside of you, don't you think you just let him get in ahead of you and then pull the Earnhardt crossover and pass him coming off at two? You know, it's a good point,
1: but I just don't know. You know, maybe Larson's thinking if he gets out in front
0: clean, I don't know if I can catch him, you know? The problem is, James, is that, and this is why these two are going to clash, is – Kyle Larson is no different than Ross Chastain. Attitude-wise. No, no. Listen, hear me out. All right. All right. Go ahead. ahead. Attitude-wise, the way he races, he doesn't care what other people are doing around him. He is going to make his space. He's going to bulldog his way through. Listen, I've watched Larson pull moves like this on the dirt track a million times. Mm -hmm. He's famous for it. So the difference is, is that Larson is... More clean, fan-friendly, less gruff than Chastain. Uh, And yes, he's got the resume to back it up.
1: Well, and he's also got the skill set to be able to do it.
0: Well, I mean, where were we the first couple years that Larson was racing? I mean, he was pulling stupid moves. How many races did Larson cost himself racing over his head? How many times did Larson put himself in the wall when he should have won a race? This is the problem with Ross Chastain. Versus, and this is why I hate this argument,
1: because (laughs) everybody's like, well, Joey Logano went through this. Yeah. No, he did not. Not to this, not to this extent. I mean, there's guys who drive aggressively and make mistakes. The thing with Ross is he has learned zero, zilch, nada, nothing from his mistakes. He just keeps doing it. And his car owner said so
0: this week. Yeah, but what... What's Justin Marks going to say? Well, Justin Marks can't. Here's here's the the next part of the story. Rick Hendrick gets in the media center after the race and he's asked about this. And Rick Hendrick basically shoots a warning shot at Chevrolet and says, I know he's a Chevrolet driver, but I don't care if he's a Chevrolet driver. If he's going to wreck my cars, basically, we're going to go after him. My guys have full reign. That is just as much a shot at Chevrolet As Ross Chastain, he's telling Chevrolet, look, when we come to the restrictor plate race next time, and you guys want me to work with him, we're not going to work with him." It's Mm -hmm. of course, Justin Marks is going to play cleanup after that. He has to, he can't say he Hendrick is Chevrolet. Chevrolet is not leaving Mm -hmm. Hendrick. Hendrick's not leaving Chevrolet. Chevrolet is going to do anything. Hendrick wants him to do and vice versa. So if you're the third tier Chevrolet team, like Justin Marks is. Or second tier or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna play cleanup because you don't want Chevrolet pissed at you. Sure, I don't. I think when he sits down with Ross, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, would Ross Chastain have been better off not to go in that hard into that turn and probably and win the race? Yeah, but here's the thing, James. When you're going into that turn, if let's let's put it this way, if if Chastain got ahead of Larson, let's say they didn't make contact, they it happened clean. He got ahead of Larson. Who wins that race? Probably Ross. Yeah. Because he has a, the clean air. Lars is not passing him because of clean air. That's how important this restart was. So mm-hmm. I think the the problem is, is not the move. The problem is, is not the mistake. The problem is, is that Ross has a lot of these building up. Um, and I get that. I understand that. And, and, but I'll go back again. Yeah. It was stupid. Yes. It cost him a win he would have been better off finishing second than he would finish then finish in. Where'd he end up here? He was in like, well, look at,
1: you know, I'll filibuster for you. Look what happened at the end of stage two um, with Martin Truex Jr. Just a dumb mistake from a, from a veteran who never drives like that, (laughs) you know? So uh, I think Ross has gotten everybody a little
0: crazy. (laughs) Right. Honestly. Uh, 29th, you know, 29th is where Ross and finished. So second is a lot better than 29th, especially when you're leading the points. Well, and that's the thing with him, right?
1: Yeah. He is fast enough to win races and the proof is in the pudding, I guess. Uh yeah. he is he is always contending in the stages. He's, he's got a fast race car. The problem with Ross is he's his mistakes have piled up to the point where he just cannot even he cannot close and he's forcing it constantly. Constantly forcing it. Yeah. And he force he does force it early in the races, um, but he also forces it when it's late too. But God, and, that, I hope and it
0: he keeps doing it.
1: Well, that's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing, Eric. You know, I I I like to ride. You know, on the on the anti-Ross bandwagon, but I do it because it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to have a villain. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to not like somebody because they are rattling everybody up a little bit. I, what what drives me crazy is the comparison to to legendary great drivers. I didn't and do it all, today. I know, I know. I Kyle did Petty did. Week. I didn't do it today. Yeah. Well, Kyle what Petty did. F- what Kyle yeah. Petty got to do with this? Thank you. <laughs> uh I was wait. I was trying to lead you into it. uh You know, he's like, well, you know, Kyle Yarborough and Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. They all had this mentality. They all won. They won a ton. They weren't so reckless that it impeded their their Hall of Fame status, their progress they all collected wins and they collected championships and you know as well as i do eric to win a championship in this sport you have to win races and right now yes he is capable of winning races but he is not doing it because he does not getting to the finish of these races he keeps crashing all the time he keeps wrecking people and now he's got you know 37 enemies 30 you know what i mean any given sunday and the funniest part of of that one of those late race restarts is uh you know he was up there with three Hendrick cars and i think it was mike joy who was saying i don't know what he's gonna do he's got no friends up there with right. you know, all those 100 cars i'm like it doesn't matter who's up there he's got no <laughs> friends regardless if
0: it's hendrick or not right yeah so- even, his, even his own teammates not his friend that's exactly right. So you know. So I think my issue with this particular instance, James, and I, and I kind of addressed it is I think, I think Larson is getting a free pass here because Larson is vanilla. I he, think that Larson, Larson isn't. Larson is Larson just as aggressive, that. and yeah, again, he's got the wins, yes. I but I think Larson is at fault in this incident as well. To a certain, not a hundred percent, not not equal. I mean, maybe. I know, but maybe ninety to ten percent. But Larson is not innocent in this deal. You're,
1: you're, you're, you're not, talking about kids in a playground, and the bully punches the little kid in the face because <laughs> he showed up with his lunch money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the bully was always going to punch the
0: little kid in the face for the lunch money he had in his hand. If Larson
1: was going to Larson was going to be there regardless. If Ross you're going to
0: and you're worried about people coming after you. And you're lined up against Kyle Larson, who said multiple times in the media this week that I'm not going to fight anybody. Well, are you worried? I'm not worried. I'd do the same damn thing that Larson's, Chastain did.
1: Larson's making a business decision because if I was the si- his size, I wouldn't fight anybody either. Right. So how how awesome was it, though, that Larson stuck his foot in the gas? Yeah, that was
0: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. The, the only thing better was Brandon McReynolds spotting for Chastain. Still pushing. Yep. <laughs> Still pushing you. Still it was, pushing, it was yeah. pretty good. It was all pretty the way good. down
1: the backstretch. <laughs> yep. Um,
0: yeah. no, yeah, I, I don't, I absolutely love this moment. I was a little disappointed at the end of the race Ended as clean and quiet as it did, because I think this was the moment of the race. And there were, you know, you mentioned the, the, um, the deal with Martin Truex jr. Uh, we had the tire come off of Eric Jones. This was a wild third stage here at Darlington. Yeah, We had we yeah. had some big wrecks this weekend at Darlington. We haven't had, yeah. you know, that... big ones at Darlington. we had them two days in a row here that that
1: martin tricks jr crash changed the course of this race yeah. too oh yeah he he never recovered from that nope. and he it was you know martin it was really dumb really and that's why i yeah. think ross is making everybody crazy because martin dove it in there and then started screaming at ross and i'm like right. actually isn't ross's fault <laughs> like yeah, that he's, one he's the intimidator man
0: that's what
1: happens hey, oh my god <laughs> i i can't i have a buddy right now who who uh we watch basketball and whatnot to, you know, keep, you know, we, we text about basketball from time to time. And he's like, you know what? I'm just giving up. I'm just going to be super pro LeBron now. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't follow you down this road. And then when you, when you do stuff like that, I can't follow you down that path. I can't even Well,
0: I will respond. admit that half of the reason that I am as much of a Ross Chastain fan as I am is because you, he drives me nuts. He, oh, he I understand. I get it. Yeah. yeah it, really, it really, it really has a lot to do with it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, the NFL team I hate the most is the Chicago bears and yeah. I'd say 25, 30% of that is because you like them right. so much. And that drives me freaking crazy that you can, that you can like the team like that. That just, <laughs> they have no morals. They're just terrible. I mean, just terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible organization. Drives me crazy. <laughs> and you root for it. Drives me. <laughs> yeah. Drives me even more nuts.
0: Well, that's, um, you're part of the reason I do that too. So works
1: out. Well, that's fine. No, it's uh, like I said, man, it's, it's a lot of fun to have Ross around. And he drives me absolutely insane, but it's more fun to have somebody that drives you insane than it is to have people who don't. Right. So, although Ross keeps, you know, the other part of the Ross I really like is he keeps making me, uh, uh, you know, more steadfast in my opinions because he keeps proving me right. So I'll take it anytime <laughs> I can. He's just he's crazy, right? Am I right?
0: Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I
1: myself on the back. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I thought honestly i will admit this i thought by this season he'd start fading away um but those cars are still quit and it's not like daniel suarez is doing anything with those cars but that one car is is pretty freaking fast um and he plays a huge role in that because he is fast he's a fast is a he is a fast driver with a fast car i just wonder you know going back to the point that you were talking about with justin marks eric of you know kind of mending some fences with chevrolet and some of their sponsors i wonder um you know i wonder if he's just trying to protect what they've got going right <laughs> because that I, I you know i don't know how long Trackhouse will be you know in this position will they will they fade chances are maybe um but you know who doesn't fade is hendrick motorsports they may have right. a bad year but hendrick motorsports always finds its way back to the top so
0: i don't know i, th- I think at this point if if they haven't faded yet um i think uh I think, I think the, track got house the new is car figured stay. out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They got the new car. They got a good grasp on the new car. They've got big plans. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough, man. Cause you see another, you see a lot of these other two car or three car teams trying to make a push, um, into their space. Nobody has really cl- claimed it yet. Uh, uh, RFK is trying to get there. Like they are inching their way there, but, um, but Trackhouse is still pretty solid. They're one of the top teams in the, in the sport right now. Hmm.
0: Um, this was down later in the notes, but I want to, I want to bring it up now. Cause we're talking about this situation. Um, revenge, James, revenge oh, in NASCAR. Yeah. Um, so there were, there was a lot of talk in the media center this week about revenge and, and when, you know, um, whether you should do it on the track or off the track. Um, a lot of drivers feel you need to take it out on pit road, go take a swing, whatever. Um, Harvick said this week that he thinks you should do it on the racetrack because he said, if, if you're in the, if there's a fight in the cars tour, you're getting thrown out of the track and you know, he'd rather you handle it on the track and not with fists in the, in the garage or in the pits. So what's your thought on this? Where, first of all, where do you think we should handle this? Where should these drivers take out their aggression? Where should these drivers get even? And what is more beneficial for them in the long run? I think.
1: See, this is. I've always been. Don't use your car. Yeah. As as the weapon. Um, you know, pit road being one being one of those places. Right. Well, yeah, Uh, I would agree a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know we've seen. Speaking of a guy who showed back up this week, we've seen Carl Edwards hooking guys um specifically Brad Keselowski a handful right. of times. Um and really scary moments, like a few times. I don't like using the car uh as much. Now if you can, you know, you stick somebody in the wall and drive away. I, that's one thing. I, I'd rather see I'd rather see these guys grab each other by the collar and throw down for 30 seconds but the thing with these drivers is is there's a lot of a lot of talk right. uh yeah, who yeah. said was that denny hamlin who said that or was that oh was that harvick i think I, harvick said it
0: yeah i don't remember
1: harvick harvick said a lot of these guys are talking about letting them fight it out but they're uh they're uh they're all they're all talking <laughs> so it, it's tough you don't have a whole lot of fighters out there where do you stand on it i guess is uh you know throwing it back to you
0: i was very much of the mindset don't do it on a track do it in the pits but Door bumper clear changed my mind this week. Um, they pointed out that what does more damage? Noah got a punch it, get, you know, got punched at Kansas. Noah's jaw was probably sore for you know a couple days after that. But that's it. Yep. If Noah wrecks Chastain on the track, instead, Chastain loses points. Points yep. matter. Yes, they do. So in the end, if you really want to get your message across, if you really want to damage that guy, you wreck him, you put him in the wall and yeah, you might yep. sit a week, but maybe it's worth it. Maybe that's what somebody needs to do is sit a week to mm-hmm. prove their point. You know, Joey Logano straightened up after Kenth took him out. He certainly did. Yeah. You know, we don't see Joey <laughs> yeah. racing like that anymore. He, I mean, I guess he did it to Byron last year, but he doesn't do a in and week out. Right. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's worth sitting a week. And, and wrecking a guy, and there you go. You get you get your back at it. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, unless you're Denny Hamlin and you suck at it.
1: Well, Denny's not great at it. Yeah. Uh, and when he does get paid back, finally, he gets a 25-point penalty.
0: Right. So. Speaking of that, I wanted to go back to that uh, this incident, because Chastain said after the race that he tried to squeeze Larson into the wall and took himself out. So where is, where's Chastain's penalty? Right. Because I don't yeah. see this as any different than Hamlin. Hamlin's penalty. We had two guys out of the race after this one, basically. Hamlin's penalty is the dumbest penalty I know, in the it history is. of the sport. It it is. It's so bad. I just yeah. Thank you for calling that out. Yeah. Freaking NASCAR in a consistency. Yep, exactly. Um we had a couple penalties uh, resulting from the race weekend as well. Um Eric Jones not surprisingly loses a couple crew members after losing the tire, yep. um, which caused that multi car accident uh, during the race. Um, probably made the race more interesting, but anytime a tire comes off, not cool. Um, yeah, it was a big pileup, too. <laughs> yeah. Big and, time. Yeah. And then the 45 team, uh, they had a ballast issue in pre-race tech. Uh, they've lost 10 points, uh, driver and owner points, as a result. Plus, they had some penalties. I think they just, uh, they didn't really end up getting penalized at the beginning, right? They made it through tech eventually. They just, I don't think they had to do a pass-through or anything like that the beginning
1: nope they yeah they were able to basically have a normal weekend from there but um yeah after after the race i I think bob was saying expect a penalty no matter what yeah after this well yeah anything
0: anything to do with ballast is usually a penalty
1: yep so yeah i think we've seen there was precedent on this one we've seen this one before yeah um i can't remember who it was it was a year i think a year ago or a couple years ago i think it was at darlington too there was a there was a ballast penalty same thing
0: there you go uh, anything else with the? Well, I guess we can we can run down some people who had good days. Harrison Burton almost gets the top five, finished sixth in this thing. Um, Justin Haley eighth place finish for him. Um, who else here? Uh, Todd Gillen continues to run well, almost a top ten, finished in eleventh. Um, yes. Just uh, interesting, interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say some uh point out i know i hinted at this a little bit
1: but uh, rfk with with brad yeah Uh, another great
0: day like he he was in contention
1: yeah i mean how often we
0: said that yeah, and we should
1: shout out Kevin Harvick. He was in that wreck. That's yeah. another thing we didn't talk about was yeah. the positioning of the cars after that wreck. Um, I know Bubba had a gripe. I have a very um,
0: strong opinion on this.
1: Oh, let's ha- let's hear it. Because I, I was just going to say, Kevin Harvick had a really damaged race car and, and finished second with it. Uh, pretty cool.
0: The problem uh, isn't NASCAR's consistency with lining up the cars and whether the car was involved in the wreck or not. It's that the cars are indestructible. We've yep. never had this issue before because those cars wouldn't have driven away from that accident. That's yep. where the problem is. Yep. If if the car is good enough after the wreck to pit and still maintain its position, then it's not wrecked, I guess. So the NASCAR did did nothing wrong in my opinion. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Yep. It's we need, these cars need to wreck. I mean, they they just the front ends coming out of these things flawless. It, it's just silly. Yep. But it frustrates me when these cars drive through a wreck like this. It's like it's like when you used to race on easy on the video games, you know, and the damage was visual, but it didn't affect the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like the iRacing free pass that they gave the drivers during the uh, the um, whatever they were doing during covid. You know, they could have the two full repairs. That's what we have right now with this car. Yep. <laughs> yep i know
1: yeah and you know and, and kudos to kevin harvick like that last restart i'm pretty sure he was he knew if i can just get second here i'll be i'll be very happy um uh, i'm not gonna not gonna press this restart and, and bill was able to to get get way out front so right no <laughs> oh, man
0: uh, anything else with the cup race worth talking about before we move on um no that might have been it um we could, I mean, yeah. if we want to run three or four races at Darlington a year, we can do that, right? Oh, we we did that not too long ago, yeah, remember? I think we can do yeah. it again. It's good track.
1: <laughs> Dar- it's always good. Always good.
0: Uh, speaking of good, the Xfinity Series uh, race the day before, um, from uh, from bad on Sunday to good on Saturday, Kyle Larson gets his first Darlington win. Uh, been in contention many times, but finally gets seals the deal um, with a great last lap battle which oh what a Nemechek.
1: fantastic yeah what a fantastic race that was
0: just so good all around this race was excellent the the battle at the end larson making the move Nemechek getting into him hard racing out of the turn Nemechek wrecks himself trying to win it or trying to get past him both drivers fine with everything the way it turned out um that just quintessential nascar as uh brian france would say right
1: yes quintessential exactly yes yeah a funny side note from this race uh gosh and i think it was i think it was alan kavana on twitter tweeted this out but larson's pit crew for the xfinity series oh yeah i was was oh you saw this okay good (laughs) good so ross chastain's pit crew pitted kyle larson's car in the xfinity series race and larson uh, gave him the bird at, at, at dover Yep. So they didn't go to didn't go to Victory Lane to celebrate.
0: Yep. That was good. That was good stuff. I saw that um, today too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. Is and then of course everything that happened on Sunday happened. So.
0: Yep. That's good great stuff. stuff.
1: Really good. Really good sidebar story.
0: Which it also was interesting this week that Larson was very uh, complimentary of Ross Chastain. On yeah, his on podcast. his podcast.
1: Yeah. I was like, I didn't know. I honest to God didn't know that uh, Kyle had a podcast. Of course, it's still totally
0: recently. but yeah. Said so he can be more popular than Chase Elliott. That was another interesting one. Yeah, and and Denny Hamlin said that they might be friends. So, I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Hunter finishes fifth backwards. Um, and yeah, an- he was another questionable it. call by NASCAR because they didn't throw the caution until he hit the outside wall coming back across the track. Yeah. Um, Justin Allgaier gets himself a second place finish with a pretty sweet looking car. I love some of the throwback cars in this race. Yeah, there's um, some good ones. Definitely want to shout out Carson Josevar, sixth place finish in, I, I put in quotes, in his first Xfinity start. This was his second Xfinity start, but the last one was kind of thrown together. So, first official, yep. like, planned start for Carson Josevar. And again, yep. just goes to show you that uh, these guys might look like boneheads in the truck series, but they can come up in here in the Xfinity series and race like real drivers and, and do well. Yep. So, just kind of shows you what a cluster that truck series is right now. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. James. Did you get a chance to watch all three of these races this weekend? Uh little bits and pieces of it. Um I
1: checked in the trucks race just a little bit cuz I uh, I saw that Byron was uh, was racing for Kyle Busch again. Yeah. So I was checking There's a there's a handful Bubba Wallace was in that race, so I I did check that out a little bit, but I was I have been uh kids running around with kids all over the place lately, so.
0: Um well, there's probably not a whole lot to discuss the truck race. Christian Eckes gets the win there. Uh but I just wanted to ask you, did you watch enough which which of the three races do you think was the best race this weekend? Did you watch enough to be able to make that determination? Because I'll tell you, I mean, I really I enjoyed all the, of them.
1: I really enjoyed the cup race, and the Xfinity series had the best finish. So yeah. it, it's that's tough. But go ahead. What, I think the Xfinity
0: have? series had the best race all weekend, um, front to front to finish. Um, and I think that probably ninety five percent of the race weekends, you could say that right now. Um, yep. I will stand by that the Xfinity Series is the best series in NASCAR right now. I wish it was getting more more views. I wish more people were seeing it. I really wish that we would just... I mean, I hate to be that guy. I really wish we'd just scrap this next-gen car and run Xfinity cars in the Cup Series. And maybe it'd be different because these guys are more experienced than the Xfinity guys. I don't know. But, man, they got to drive these Xfinity cars. And it's so much fun to watch them do it. They can pass people. I don't know where in the world we thought... Anybody thought let's put a bunch of aerodynamics under the race car and that'll fix our problem because that's what we need is more aerodynamics in our cars yep like yeah i'm so frustrated with this cup package right now and yes we've gotten some good races darlington was a good race kansas was a great race i mean kansas again we was probably one of the best it was definitely the best race we've seen in this car hopefully it's good i'm really worried that north Wilkesboro this weekend the truck series is going to blow everything away and the cup race is going to be follow the leader but um i don't know man i i know they're working on it we need to do some work with this next gen car still i mean oh of course yeah it, it's it's frustrating but i guess we've we've been on that bandwagon enough so i won't continue down that road yep um anything that you want to mention with the truck series before we move on uh, to some news items no. i think i think i'm good okay i um, just want to look at the results here real quick and see if there's anything that jumps out at me. Um, Cowbush Motorsports gets uh, or is a points leader still, uh, driver points. Eckers um, with the win. Stuart Friesen gets a second-place finish. Good run for him. You mentioned William Byron. He finishes fourth. Um, Hostfire got fifth here, top five for him. Bubba finished seventh. Um, so good run for those guys. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers um, – covers Darlington. So, uh, we talked about revenge. Uh, Alex Bowman says he's not sure when he's going to return to racing. Uh, said he had some tests this week and that might, uh, give us a little bit more of an insight. Um, I know he had a all-star scheme or a a throwback scheme that he was planning on running this weekend, uh, which he's not going to be able to do, um, for the all-star race. Um, as a matter of fact, his car is not qualified for the all-star race. Um, they have to race in because, despite the fact that Bowman has a win, uh, the team win doesn't count towards the qualifying for it. So you can decide whether you think that's appropriate or not.
1: <laughs> it's the All Star race, and yeah. it's not the All Team All Star right. race. It's, exactly. You know. You know. Uh, you can't put Josh Berry in the All Star race. I mean, that being said,
0: you you qualify based on your pit stop. So I mean, your qualifying position is based on your pit stop. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yep. Um, Kyle, uh, Kurt Busch still wants to race James. He uh, yes, he told AP um, that uh, he still wants to get back in the car. Uh, said he's feeling better. Um, he's been improving. Um, Man,
1: it's been so long that he's been dealing with this. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, I know it's crazy. It'd be nice to see him in a car if if it can happen. That's for sure. It'd be interesting to see. I'm assuming they'd run a third 2311 car.
1: hmm That's 67 or whatever number they would pick. Yeah.
0: Yep. So hope it happens, man. I want to see Kurt back in the car. I I miss Kurt. It's, it's fun to see him wandering around in the booth and doing the stuff he's doing, but it wasn't time for him to be done yet. So,
1: well, it's like, I, you know, I always thought Dale jr's retirement was good and sad at the same time. um, Because he had the, you know, he had a terrible run of concussions and he missed that. He missed that season, that 26, that 2016, you know, second half of the season, that was such a bummer. Yeah. And, uh, but he was able to get it right and come back on his terms, even though he was obviously not the same, you know, he was being, being a winning driver was kind of done for him. Right. Um, at, at that point, but he was still able to come back and retire on his terms. Um, You know, you see guys like Matt Kenseth, they kind of fizzle in and fizzle out, but they, you know, they get to pick and choose where they want to retire. And, and Kurt, Kurt is deserving of, you know, even if he wants to run like a 10 race schedule, you know, I, I say the same thing with Jimmy Johnson, like, you know, Jimmy got to retire on his terms. and Now he's doing his own thing. He's kind of doing something different. He can do whatever the heck he wants. Um, But I, I hate that an injury is what, you know, put an end to Kurt's career. And I, I hope he, I hope he gets back out there to, to do it, to do it his way and, and have him, and he should be celebrated, you know, one of the greats of the sport, 75 greatest drivers, um you know he'll, he'll get to be uh he'll get to be honored in the hall of fame eventually but I'd like to see him on the track a little bit
0: yeah yeah I agree 100 percent um you mentioned drivers uh fizzling in and fizzling out I we fail to mention Ryan Newman uh at Darlington finishes pa- 28th yeah. after wrecking in pain yeah but uh not because of the accident because of no the seat um, but came in and, I mean, ran a fast lap at qualifying, looked good in practice and, uh, kind of looked like he's been around L- still. I mean, looked like Ryan Newman. Yeah. For that car. I mean, he I mean did he's pretty been racing.
1: Good. He yeah. does modifieds and he did SRX last year. So it's not like he's right. you know, out of the seats, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was good to see him. I, uh, he, he didn't look very happy after the no, race. He didn't. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was having much fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, the car looked good. He looked good. Uh, so yeah, it's a good finish for him.
0: Yep. Uh, James, this weekend we head to North Wilkesboro Speedway. Um, the last tweet I saw, it was looking pretty dark. I don't know if we're going to be racing tonight for the late models. But uh, um, ASA Stars Tour is supposed to race tonight. Cars Tour races tomorrow. Uh, truck Series, Cup Series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday have action going on. Um, the All-Star Race is Sunday. The heats for the All-Star Race are Saturday, I believe. The Truck Race is Friday. Um, all kinds of fun stuff at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Cup drivers, several of them running late models and/or trucks this week. Um, the track was already coming apart a little bit today during ASA practice, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so hopefully that holds great. together. A lot of patchwork done. Uh, we talked about it at the beginning of this, but, this, but the, this place looks awesome. They had an open house last week. Uh, they had the, they've got a new LED scoreboard on the inside of the track where the old scoreboard used to be, and I love the fact that they superimposed the old scoreboard image on the new scoreboard. So it looked like the old one still all rotting and parts missing. It was so cool. Um, turn two and three ha- or three and four have, a, have a, one of the old style board score- scoreboards that they have to manually change the top five positions. Somebody actually has to stand there and switch them out, um, which is pretty cool. Um, they just, they've done some good stuff out here. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, man. It looks
0: awesome. I very much believe that we'll be racing a points race here very, very soon. Um, I think this is a test run and you know, James, if it wasn't for COVID, none of this would have happened. It's true. So, so COVID gets Dale Jr. To go out there and clean the place off and scan it for iRacing. The COVID money provides the money to fix this place. Um, without that eye racing scan and, and, the fact in going out there and seeing the condition the track was in, they would never would have known that they could clean it up and actually hold a race there. Yep. Um, they do the revival last year. It's a gigantic success. And now the cup series is freaking back in North Wilkesboro. It's just incredible. It's absolutely amazing that this is going on. Yep. And, uh, like I said, bad weather tonight, but supposed to be good weather this weekend. So hopefully we get some good, good racing in and man, I hope that the, uh, I hope the cup race is good but we shall yeah, see i i
1: i can't i i don't know i don't imagine it'll be bad right <laughs> i think it's gonna be fantastic
0: there should be tire wear um and this place is tight and they're racing for a million bucks and a trophy uh what do you think of the trophy james the, it's strange yeah <laughs> strange <trophy. laughs> that's kind right. of my thought too yeah uh, a little weird but hey you know i guess um yeah, I think they've done some good stuff. Big, big round of applause for Marcus Smith and the work that that crew has done out there. Um, just absolutely incredible to, to see it last year and see what it, how it's changed uh, is absolutely awesome. So, um, we get to make our picks this weekend. We don't need to. Uh, we don't need to. Um, no points on. Yeah, the no line. points. We can pick whoever we want to pick. Um, let me pull up the. Uh, points by the way um i you I, you i gained you're on game again this week james yes you you beat me again dang it Eric! 17 jones. whole points i'm only 193 behind you now yeah
1: you know two you 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 finished uh two ahead of me last week 17 this week you're making progress
0: man i don't think i've ever been happy to see eric jones wreck before <laughs> 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 sorry eric but uh at least we don't have to make any uh picks that matter this week we can just pick I guess whoever we want, right? Yeah. The best Just part for was though, the best part was though. I, I thought that, uh, I thought I picked Tyler Reddick <laughs> this week. No, so I was gosh. so disappointed that he was involved in crap too. It's like, Oh no. Yeah. And then you had, you had old Chris Bell. Had yeah. a Bell decent show. Yeah. Um, so since I've picked first all season, James, I'm gonna let you pick first for the all-star race. Oh, I get to pick first. Yeah. You get to pick first. Sorry, well, since There's that, no yeah. points
1: on the line yeah. and uh, they don't count against our cap. Uh, just just give me Kevin Harvick Kevin because Harvick. he's going to be racing that 29 car. Let me Kevin Harvick and
0: the yeah, 29 car that's cool. Oh
1: yeah, and he gets to and he's he's raced here uh, a handful that's of times. That's true. So, I'll take uh now, a handful of these guys are racing late models this week. I I think Brad's out there, um Byron's out there, uh, Eric Jones is out there I think too. Uh there's a bunch of guys racing the Harvick Harvick's racing the cars race. Uh so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of drivers who are who are going to be getting some laps this week.
0: Yeah. Um for me, I am going from the from the open to the all star win, Corey LaJoy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna go since there's no points involved, um I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with a past winner at North Wilkesboro as well, James. A past winner. Chase Elliott is my pick. Yeah, there you go. Chase I forgot the late yeah. Model there, yeah blaney raced out there too yes he did i forgot
1: about yeah so yeah there's a couple of guys who've had who have some experience out there so yeah yeah these don't count against their cap just for fun nope
0: no nope. Just for fun so it's i mean i really have nowhere no idea where to go for this I, I, there's nothing that you can base uh, anything off of on this pick it's somebody you can race good on a short track but there's not a short track like this one that we race on so And
1: tire wear, you know, will be a factor, obviously, like you said, so guys who have experience with with tire wear, because we don't see that very often anymore, uh, would be good. So, yeah,
0: yeah, very cool. Good stuff. Uh, how Fantasy go this week, James? Well, I thought I did worse because
1: Truex and Ross crashed. Yeah, you did Um, pretty well, actually. I finished second, somehow. Uh, Fast to the Grass was first by two points. I was second, and Trey17 finished third. Uh, mickey elliott one point behind or two point yeah one point behind him and baron speedway can't shake him (laughs) top top five for him uh baron is now 25th on the overall leaderboard for the entire thing i think 25th or 29th something like that um so we're keeping that's one thing we're keeping an eye on he leads our point standings by a bunch uh tandem draft tone second mickey elliott third and i bumped up to fourth somehow i i'm one point ahead of ranger and uh eric you are
0: sixth there you go right yeah ahead. a little bit of a backslide this week
1: eric you are you know I, I i know you're hard on yourself when it comes to fantasy <laughs> but my god you are smack dab stuck in that sixth spot
0: i feel pretty happy with where i'm at this year it's, you're, yeah i mean you're you're a handful of points out of fourth i've still you been know? very inconsistent though i i have good weeks and then i have really bad weeks it just can't seem to line up like decent weeks in a row
1: yeah you're you're less than 100 points out of third if you think of it that
0: way yeah. so yeah you're, you're not you're not doing terrible man i'm doing better there than i am in our in our picks point so man <laughs> yeah fantasy oh um any shout outs this week james um oh man he always put me on the spot with this i gotta be more prepared Do you want me to go first and you can think of it yeah go for it All right, yeah, I, I got, go I it. got two um, first of all, the JEG CRA series, uh, late model series raced at Bertrand Speedway this past oh, weekend. Yeah, you had a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I had an opportunity to shoot photos out there. Chase Berta got the win. Um, really good race. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, leaders took them or leaders wrecked, um, midpoint of the race. And, uh, Chase was right there. Chase qualified on the pole, but with the invert, I think he ended up back in starting like fifth. I um, was able to get the win. So a uh, good race out there. This first, uh, first leg of the JEG CRA series. Uh, first of the triple crown at Birch Run. They'll race two more times there this season. Uh, they race at their next race is at Salem in Indiana. Uh, the first week of June. I am debating James, very oh. much debating going down there because I've always wanted to go to Salem and down in Indiana, oh. but it's about a six and a half hour trip. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to pull the, pull the trigger on it or not. Uh, but it would be fun. Uh, and then they're back in Owasso Speedway, I think, after that. Uh, most of the races are right here in Michigan, so it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, Owasso
1: to, will be, a, Yeah, Owasso will be a fun one. Yeah, yeah guys, definitely uh, a fun one.
0: They they got a weekend of racing in there this weekend, too. Had a great car count at Owasso, so that was cool. And then the other shout-out, I just it was brought to my attention today because it was announced uh, today. Kyle Busch is going to be racing the Woodtick 100 at Merritt Speedway, uh, Northern Michigan, uh, the weekend of MIS, uh, Dirt Late Model Racing for Kyle. So um, cool to see. KB going to be up here. KMP. Hey, that's pretty cool. Racing around. I didn't so. I didn't know about that. Yeah.
1: That's a fun one. Yep.
0: So, yeah, of very, that's the, very cool. The
1: week I'm on vacation.
0: Is it? Yes, it's usually. SRX too.
1: Well, I'm yeah, SRX, that's the thing. So. Yes, SRX is that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah he's racing he's racing in Berlin
0: too. He'll be all right. over Michigan, so.
1: Yep, I was uh contemplating. I was very close to I was like 20 minutes away from Berlin today. <laughs> and I I should have just I should have just went over there. Just call up Jeff Striegel and say, "Hey man, can I, I do know. a lap?" Well, that and let's go out there for, yeah. for the event. Come on, right? man! Yeah, oh, darn it. Speaking of Owasso Speedway, that's my shout out. I've been meaning to do this. I keep forgetting. Gosh, yeah. darn it. Uh, there was a parade in my hometown a couple weeks ago, and the pace truck for Owasso Speedway was in the parade. Nice. So as they were walking by, I was actually chatting with the uh, with the. Uh, person who was there kind of one i guess the marketing person okay uh i was like you guys are supposed to be racing tomorrow what the heck are you doing up here <laughs> and uh, they go well we think it's going to be rained out but we wanted to promote the track you know we're really excited about everything we got They're going on some new great
0: stuff out there new
1: pavement yeah that, so i said yeah i've been keeping it on you know i was just kind of chatting with them really really briefly really briefly uh because the parade had kind of stopped so it was kind of cool to see the pace truck in front of us and my daughter got a kick out of it because it has some cool graphics and lights and you know that whole thing but uh yeah it was i was chatting up a little bit so pretty exciting what they got going on out there and then uh second one was fox sports (laughs) they did a good job um I thought uh, I thought Clint Boyer was really gentle with, with Richard Petty in the booth. Yeah. Uh, that was good.
0: Um, Kyle, Kyle picking on his dad was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, Kyle's good at that. Uh, <laughs> that was good. And then Cousin Carl. Oh, so great to back. see Carl. He has not missed a beat when it no. comes to talking on camera. He he is polished as ever, boy. He was so good. It was so
0: nice to see Carl.
1: I, you know... That guy, that guy agitated me and yeah. thrilled thrilled me
0: during his career. He was really quite good for the
1: sport. Oh, he was so good, man. He did some weird stuff, you know, I mentioned earlier with the Brad thing. That was always weird, but yeah. man, was he talented. So fast. I mean, he carried he carried those Roush teams on his back for yeah. such a long period of time. Yeah, he did. And uh, you know, that debris caution in 2016 <laughs> uh the world famous debris caution that he had uh dominating that race and probably would have been a champion and, and maybe he would still be racing by now i don't know yeah i wonder Hard if to he say. won
0: the championship that year if he'd have stayed
1: well the thing with him that year and i have i, I will remember this i i think probably the rest of my life but david smith was uh you know i used to when he before he started working for roush and <laughs> you know, interestingly enough. Right. Um, one of his takeaways during that season was Carl Edwards is terrible at restarts. So of course we had a late race restart Yeah. and, uh, Carl got taken and I was like, Holy crap, David Smith's a genius. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, that was, that was, I mean, he could, he could taste it. That was his championship. I mean, so was the year Tony Stewart won, (laughs) you know, he he had a bunch of close calls, but Carl, man, so good seeing him. I hope, uh, I don't know if, you know i don't care if he races in cup again i'd love to see him get back behind the wheel or something i'd love
0: to see him get in a truck
1: yeah i guess farming's doing good you know is good on him he looks yeah. like he hasn't aged a bit no he so. doesn't yeah he doesn't yeah yeah a truck would be good or even an xfinity series car you know somewhere would be fun yeah but yeah cool to see him man casey kane was out there i was actually cool seeing him i haven't seen him in a bit Cool Um, deal all all around
0: what they did with the 75 drivers honoring them at at Darlington. Yes, it was. Love that. Your buddy Ernie Irvin was out there, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Ernie had some stuff to say about Chastain. He was asked about Chastain.
1: Signing autographs and doing his thing. Yeah.
0: It was really good to see Ernie. Yep. Um, But just good to see all those guys. I, I looked at the picture, the group shot, and I think they had 38 of the top 75 there so a, a driver that will go
1: uh unnamed was on vacation i i did some digging to figure out why <laughs> why a certain driver did not show up and i was because i was kind of sh- i was not taken aback i guess it's to be expected he wasn't driving
0: the uh, straight line he was actually on vacation he
1: was on well the vacation time is very limited for a certain <laughs> driver who drives in straight lines <laughs> and he was he was taking full advantage of it yeah uh, so i was kind of i was like come on man he could at least
0: show up for that picture right but oh well he's already in the hall of fame he doesn't care the uh i think the best tweet that i saw and i i, I guess i didn't research it to make sure it was legit I, it, but based on the humor it sounds like it was uh, when Matt Kenseth was announced as the 74th greatest, truck, oh yeah, he yeah. tweeted out that it, it was bummed that they, that Jimmy Johnson was snubbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. That was good stuff. So I, I, I love Kenseth's sense of humor. It's so funny. So yeah. good. So he's
1: such a, he's so dry,
0: very dry, so dry, but that is my style. I love that stuff. So, yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Jimmy Johnson, they saved the
0: best stall time for last. Yeah, of course. I wonder if he was nervous. Do you think he was nervous? I don't. Th- yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, j- I joked with you that Ross was going to get the spot.
0: Right. Um, Can you imagine?
1: So- <laughs> I guess he's the 76th driver. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is Kyle, Kyle Petty's not in the top 75. I learned, I learned that. Today. Yeah. Well, that's,
0: yeah. I think fitting.
1: He wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he only had what? Eight career wins? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, if Kyle, if Kyle's last name wasn't Petty, we'd, you know he wouldn't have i mean it's not no offense to kyle i mean he's done a good job of keeping himself involved in the series and in the sport and i'm not going to fault anybody for doing that um he's made a place for him here for himself here but if his last name wasn't petty he wouldn't still be around so yeah kyle petty eight career wins
1: in 829 starts
0: yeah william byron's one away
1: wow He's already beaten him for wins in the season too. Yeah, I'm looking at it really quick. Kyle, you know what though? Those mellow yellow years were. Yeah, he had a couple yeah, good years. Those were special. Those are special
0: years. A couple good years. He had a good, had a couple good runs. Yep. Um, black flags. Uh, I'll start this one out. Seeing as you uh, finished off with Fox, I will give Fox my black flag uh, today. And my reasoning for it is: quit showing the moment of caution. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter until the last lap. It. All you're doing is confusing the fans. So-and-so was in the lead at the moment of caution, but we go back to the last loop. At least they finally they showed the scoring loop. You know, we want to fix these issues, James. Let's paint the scoring loops on the track. Why don't we just paint sure. a line on the track where the scoring loops are? <laughs> sure, why not? I don't understand it. The the marks. It's not like it's secret. The marks are there. You can see the cut in the track where they put the loops in. So just paint yep. a damn line there. Sure. Remember when we had the uh, backstretch halfway yeah, mark? I didn't yeah. like that oh my god well especially some of the tracks it wasn't halfway it, that god, whole thing was so, stupid
1: yeah that was a dumb what a dumb era that was
0: yeah you got any black flags james um yeah well <laughs> i feel like every week it's the same <laughs> <laughs> back to ross uh,
1: no you know what fox fox fell in love with i'll, I'll give mine to fox too because they <laughs> fell in love with that couple uh yeah during the race with the ross shirt and the larson shirt and that woman saying let's go home yeah was such a classic nascar fan thing see i, you know? I can't
0: give him a black flag for that man i was invested in that relationship that, i wish well, i had yeah. got a camera and i him to the parking lot
1: but you you and i know as well as anybody we well we never understood it but you know yeah. when the when earnhardt would crash and the fans would just leave yep. you know i was that was this reminded me of that i'm like i guess i guess he does have that in common with dale his his fans are just gonna leave if he's out of contention so
0: i've never gone to a race for for one driver
1: I I mean, I, you know, I loved smoke back in the day, but if, you know, he wrecked out in the Daytona 500 and I'd made that trip down there, I was not leaving. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I've you,
0: know? I've, you know, been more excited about races because certain drivers are in them, but I've never gone to a race be- for one driver. I never would leave. Hell, even if, if I had a team in the race, I wouldn't leave. I don't think until the race was over. Yep. I just like racing. That's what I'm there for. So. But I, I thought it was funny. I, I like that. Added a little moment to the race, I guess. At least they weren't showing kids. Everybody bitches about them showing kids all the time. They were showing grownups.
1: Yeah, you gotta show the kids that there's, you know, kids at the racetrack
0: for whatever yep. reason. Yep. Um, James, where can they find you on social media if they want to hit you up during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super Our website is the uh, you can also find the podcast in Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor, which I believe is podcasts for Spotify now. I don't know how the hell you find it, but it just find it out there. We're where it matters, people. Um, subscribe for new episodes each week. Uh, wherever you find us today, we hope you subscribe. Continue to listen. And if you go to anchor.fm slash the super speedway, you can leave us an audio message, and we might just play it on the show. Um, I've been excited about this weekend ever since last September when it was announced that the Cup Series was coming back to North Wilkesboro Speedway. Uh, North Wilkesboro is in action all weekend long, or all week long, uh, minus possibly tonight with the rain. Uh, We'll be back next week to break down the all star race and preview the next race in the lineup. Until then, everybody, let's go racing.